0: What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast. We take financial literacy and taking massive action very seriously. All right, guys, so in today's episode, we're going to be discussing inflation, okay? Inflation, the silent thief, all right? and this episode, we're going to kind of detail why inflation is the silent thief. It's silently stealing your money from right up under your noses, and most people who aren't financially educated enough or aren't looking in the right places wouldn't even know that you're losing money or leaving money on the table due to inflation which is running rampant right now okay so what is inflation all right so in economics better known as the world of money inflation return refers to a general progressive increase in prices of goods and services in an economy so when prices rise each unit of currency is able to buy fewer goods and services. So in short, inflation basically means a, redu- a reduction in purchasing power, okay? So whenever you have times of inflation, basically it's like a ripple effect on the economy, okay? So let's say we start uh we go through a period of inflation, right? Now, the goods and services you normally would buy cost more. Now, the price of your oil change may go up. Now, the cost of, uh, let's say, the ingredients that you use to make uh, your favorite pasta dish might go up. Like I know for a fact, milk and meats are going through the roof right now, right? Let's say uh, you were paying... A certain amount of money to have, you know, the plumber come out, and now that price is soaring through the roof, okay? That's the impact that inflation has. So basically, in so many words, when inflation is going on in the economy, the prices of service and goods have to go up so they can keep up with inflation, and in turn, the the, the dollar that you once spent on those goods and services no longer can purchase those goods. You have to put additional capital with it in order to buy the things that you normally bought at X. You have to now pay 2X or 3X or X plus this amount in order to Get the same goods and services that you just got a year ago, six months ago, three months ago for X. Now you have to pay that much more, okay? So you have to think about these companies are inflating their prices, right? These companies are making you pay more for the goods and services. They're beating inflation, okay? These companies are beating inflation. You're the ones that are losing. the people, you're the ones that are losing. Your dollar is buying you less, so you're spending more, okay? But you're not making more. Does that kind of make sense? Like, you're the one that's losing. These companies are beating inflation, but you, you on the other hand, because you're not financially educated enough or financially sophisticated enough, what we're going to call it, you're not able to beat inflation as a result of which. So everyone's going to be beating inflation but you, Okay, so here's a little history on how all of this came to be and how, and how we wound up where we are, okay? So in 1971, Richard Nixon took the gold standard off the dollar, off the U.S. dollar, okay? So at this point, the dollar was no longer being backed by gold or being able to be converted to gold, okay? The U.S. dollar basically became fake money or debt or what today is known as a currency, okay? So the word currency is is that's typically how the US dollar is described. That's that's not good. And this is important because currency, the word currency stems from the word current. Okay, like in a body of water, like like you know, like have water, or ocean, a or river, whatever, right? It flows. And if you want it to hold its true value, you have to keep it flowing and keep it moving. And, and so it's not just sitting still and losing value, okay? Anything with the current, it has to in the natural order of things. Anything with the current has to keep moving. It has to keep flowing. It can't sit still. It's no. It's not. It's impossible. Water can't sit still. I mean, it can if it's in a frozen state, right? If it's in ice, if it's in ice form, it can sit still. Air, air is a current. Air is constantly moving, right? Water is constantly moving. It's flowing so the u s dollar became currency, a form of currency when Richard Nixon took the gold standard off the dollar the u s dollar was backed by gold, meaning that you could convert it to gold. you know what i 'm saying it was it was It was a a form of sustainable uh, of money at that point it wasn 't a currency, but when he took this gold standard off the dollar, you could no longer convert it. Now it became debt okay, and now you just got to basically keep it moving. In order to 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 keep up with the inflation Like I say, remember guys These companies that are raising prices due to inflation Your dollar is being able to purchase and buy less and less and less Okay, the only way you can keep up with this And you can beat inflation Like they're raising their prices And you're losing money The only way you can keep from losing money Is if you keep that dollar moving If you just got it sitting uh, in the banks, you know you're, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice, okay? You're not doing... If you just got your money sitting around, if you got it in a shoebox, you're losing value. Your, your dollar is losing value. If you got it sitting in the bank, your dollar is losing value. If you got it sitting under your mattress, your dollar is losing value, okay? So, inflation occurs every time new money is printed, whether it's to stimulate the economy or pay off the nation's debt, you know? They, the government prints money like right now in the pandemic or in light of coronavirus or whatever the case may be. Uh, don't get me wrong, it's serving a good purpose right now. And its purpose is to help the American people. Its purpose is to keep people afloat in, in these hard economic times. The, the purpose is to keep people going and stuff, right? Keep, help businesses uh, continue to thrive and stay and keep their doors open, right? That's the purpose of it. it serves, it's serving a great purpose. But it's causing inflation to run rampant right now, okay? This is this is all the money that's being printed right now is causing inflation to go through the roof, okay? So this is important because as of November of 2021, uh, 44% of all the money that was in circulation is new money. So that means out of all the trillions of dollars that are being printed, I believe it's around like 2.6 billion of those trillions of dollars that's in circulation are new bills. It's new currency. It's been printed this past year, okay, with all the stimulus checks, with all the monthly checks, with all the different money that's going around, the different loans and stuff they had going around. They they printed that money up, okay? The government printed that. The Treasury Department uh, printed that money up, okay? Uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve signed off on it. Treasury Department printed it off, okay? And when that happens... When so much money, so much new money is in circulation, guess what happens, people? Inflation occurs, okay? That silent thief coming to take your money, that silent thief coming in, in the night, you know what I'm saying, creeping through your window, your fi- figuratively, of course, creeping through your window... Uh, uh, taking your money Like I said, everyone else These companies, these contractors Whoever you're doing business with Getting these goods and services They're all beating inflation by raising their prices The only person that isn't beating inflation Is the person that's just letting that money sit idle Like we said, money is now a currency It has to move, it has to keep flowing Okay, So basically, a bunch of money was printed last year and And as we just said Raising the prices and the cost of goods, you know making the the dollar lose that much more purchasing power okay uh beef beef is going through the roof right now, okay milk milk itself even went up you know the prices of um the foods at your favorite restaurant that you frequent that you like to frequent those are going up the The, the cost of your uh, services for you know in that, to be able to service your car that's going up um in some places places that raise rent regularly or raise rent yearly or raise rents you know out of nowhere it seems like they 're doing that to be able to keep up with inflation so they 're not losing money okay that 's why people uh, tend to raise their prices periodically or time to time and it 's actually a common practice uh, most businesses are actually encouraged to raise their prices about uh I'm going to say 2.5% to 4% annually just to keep up with the inflation, you know, because that 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 is the typical in the past that had been the the annual rate of inflation was between 2 uh 2% and 3% in a in in severe cases, severe cases it would hit 4%, but most cases, you know, when the uh when the government when the when the uh, the uh, elected officials are keeping the economy in a in a very secure safe place um uh, the inflation will be only 2%, the average I believe is 2.5%. It's usually between 2 and 3. Like I say in extreme cases it'll be 4%. That's when everything is going like um, I'm going to say according to plan. Everything is going as it should be going. Nothing catastrophic happened, nothing crazy is going on, right? So the current rate of inflation is going to be a staggering 6.8%. That's the highest it's been since 1982. So what this means is the US dollar is worth around 93 or 94 cents in actual buying power, okay? So the way that this works is when it comes to inflation, each percent each percentage point of inflation basically knocks off one penny of the dollar bill. Okay. Uh this is this is this is staggering because if inflation right now is at six point eight percent, that means your dollar, like we said, is only worth between ninety three and ninety four cents in actual buying power, which means, okay, if you had something that once costed a dollar to purchase at this point, now you're gonna to have to fork over a bit more extra money because to for that company or that uh, uh contractor to be able to keep up with the inflation, okay? The the value, the true buying power, the true purchasing power, the true value of that dollar, which once was a dollar, is no longer a dollar. Okay. That's why, you know, over the years uh prices change and things go up. Um that's due to inflation. Like uh, I said it before, this is my favorite analogy to use. The beefy five layer burrito used to be one of my favorite things to eat uh, before, you know, I made a few lifestyle changes. (laughs) And, you know, it's no longer on the menu for me. The beefy five layer burrito used to be ninety nine cents plus tax, a dollar and seven cents. I know I was a fair. I was a I was a consistent uh, purchaser of that good. Okay, I was one of the main people. Supporting that that beefy five layer burrito life, I was about that life, guys. But what I seen happen over time, because I, I I was getting it from the very beginning, right? It started to cost a dollar twenty five. It started to cost a dollar forty some cents. It started to cost a dollar sixty nine. I believe right now it's on the menu for like a dollar and. I mean a dollar and eighty something, ninety something cent, maybe a two twenty five. I believe with taxes, the total price of it. How can something that used to cost a dollar, I'm gonna say three to four years ago, be worth two dollars and twenty five cents now? That's due to inflation, people. That's why that 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 the price of that the service and good, the price of those ingredients went up. The price of the uh the the the, the rage the, the the wages and the labor to make it went up. And, and as a result of it the overall total price of it went up as well same thing with Church of chicken they had that 2 piece special i was a firm believer in that too they had that 2 piece special 2 for 99 cents that was a deal of the century now i believe it's like a dollar and 69 cents uh that's including tax the price for that is going up as well that's due to inflation, people. Inflation is real. Inflation is stealing your money. Like I said, only people that aren't beating inflation is going to be the American people. These companies, the people who who have the right amount of uh, financial sophistication, we're going to call it, the people who have that level of financial intelligence that financial literacy. They they find ways to curb intelligence. They find ways to beat, I'm not intelligent, they find ways to curb inflation. They find ways to beat inflation. The only people that aren't beating it is your average American person, all right? So, with that being said, if you simply save money, you keep it in the banks, you put it in CDs or certificates of deposits, for those that didn't know, or you put it in bonds, you're playing a losing game and you're actually losing money as a result, okay? Your dollar doesn't go as far as it did last year Or the year before that Or the year before that We just sat here and said Inflation is at its highest That it's been since 1982 And we do understand that inflation is typically Between 2 and 3% annually In extreme cases it'll be 4% With the, So we're going to call it 2.5%, 2.5% inflation annually Your dollar is just losing value Losing value, losing value So if you're just putting it up you're losing money. You're not making money. These savings accounts, these CDs, these bonds, these other investment, little, these little, like, um, everyday investment accounts, they're not helping you out. They're losing you money, okay? So, with the traditional savings alone, with 401Ks, yearly raises, and things of that nature, they may make you think that you're earning more money. But, in actuality, here's a newsflash, guys. Because of that silent thief called inflation, you're actually losing money. Okay, those raises, that savings, that 401k. You might think that you're earning money, but you're not earning money. Okay, you're actually losing money. Okay, everybody, that the inflation count acts as a counterbalance to that to that earnings that you get your 401k. It acts as a counterbalance uh, uh, to that that interest that you get your savings. It acts as a counterbalance um, right now. People are, I can promise you, no one's getting a 10% raise, okay? Most jobs might, if they don't give you a quarter and tell you to be happy, if they don't give you 50 cents and tell you to be happy, if they don't give you a dollar and tell you to be happy, most jobs will probably do about, on a generous end, they'll do about 5%. 5%, they'll do a raise of about 5%. That's, that's if they're being generous, okay, guys? We all are people in the working place, all right? So we all know and understand this, um, that's how it works okay and and since we just said inflation this last year alone was 6.8 percent that five percent raise if your job is generous enough isn't gonna be enough to keep you from losing money in today's times In today's trying times and today we're in the world of covid we're in the world of the pandemic we're in the world of social distancing we're in the world of rampant inflation right now Relying on a traditional savings account, relying on a a yearly raise from your job, it won't help you out. I'm sorry, guys, it won't, okay? The national average interest rates on a savings account is gonna be 0.06%, okay? 0.06%. That that, that decimal is in the hundreds place, okay, guys? The the national average on interest rate for a one year CD is gonna be 0.13% on a 5 year CD it's going to be 0.28%, okay? If you invest $10,000 in a 5 year CD, you will make 150 bucks, okay? That is pedestrian to say the least. In 5 years, you will only make $150 by putting your money into a say a traditional uh, certificate of deposit savings account. That is crazy. Back in the day, you could you could make a bunch of money. Uh, interest rates were a whopping ten percent. You could put money in the bank and you could make bank like crazy. Now our times are different. Okay, you're not going to be able to put money in the bank and let it work for you like you could in the '90s, in the early 2000s, in the '80s, and stuff like that. This is a whole new day and age. It's a whole new world. Okay, but luckily for us it's actually a better world it's actually a better age okay with you know omitting uh, the the coronavirus factor you know excluding that we're in the information age guys we're in an age where Information is readily available at the click of a button. Okay, basically at the snap of a finger, you have whatever information you need to educate yourselves to be able to put yourself in the right position to make yourself financially sophisticated enough to go out here and combat that 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 silent thief. Okay, that that inflation. You you're able to to hedge or protect yourself against inflation. Okay. If you're smart, okay If you're financially sophisticated enough You're able to do that, okay So, uh, I digress I get off on those tangents And it's just, you know, that passion just comes through So, uh, forgive me for that So, on average, you can expect anywhere between 2% and 4% interest on bonds, okay Bonds used to be a good tool uh, Back in the day I'm going to say about in the 90s Well, between the, the 80s in the early two thousands, okay. Bonds could make you a decent amount of money. Like typically your average bond would probably yield you about five and a half percent interest. Okay. See the way bonds work is it's kinda crazy. They usually they 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 secure your capital. The so the 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 investment that you initially put in, you typically didn't have to worry about certain bonds. Certain bonds, okay. Some bonds you can lose money, you can even make money on. Um well the, the 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 initial investment I mean. Um so bonds were, were unique because they secure your capital. You don't have to worry about losing the, the safer bonds. You don't have to worry about losing money. And they paid you a fixed amount of interest periodically. You know, whether it's a monthly, whether it's quarterly, whether it's yearly. They paid you a fixed amount every, on, on time, every time, the exact same amount. Whether it's 5.5% interest on it, whether it's a 7% interest, whether it's 3%, 4%, whatever it was. Sometimes as high as 9%, 10%, things of that nature. It paid you. That particular, it paid you money. And you know, bonds are just uh, loans that you give to uh, corporations or the government, right? You you give them your money to use as working capital. Uh, So they paid you periodically uh, a certain percentage. And like I said, that capital that you did put in initially. It will be there untouched, safe and secure. Well, times have changed, people. Bonds aren't paying that much. Bonds aren't paying that high of a yield. Bonds aren't the interest rates on bonds aren't that staggering. Five and a half percent, seven and a half percent, nine percent, ten percent that it was once was in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Now bonds are a measly two percent through four percent on on average. That's the yield, the interest that you get from bonds. And here's the staggering thing about bonds, okay, guys? This is what makes it that, that much less of a hedge against inflation is the fact that when taxes go up, the yield that you get on bonds go down. The government's raising taxes left and right, okay? It's a lot of factors that go into the, the game of money, uh, uh, and those factors will include different policies that the politicians come out with, different bills that get passed, uh, taxes that may get raised or decline. You have inflation. You have deflation, which is the opposite of inflation, which is when the prices of goods and services go down. All of this affects the economy, guys, okay? And it's our job to educate ourselves to be able to – protect ourselves or have that hedge against inflation okay we have to look out for our own best interest because if we don't who will right no one will so if you had so even if you had and this is an if if you had a a, a, a a savings account if you had a five-year cd if you had bonds if you had each one of those accounts guess what guys you're still losing money. That Those percentages that we just shot off, 2 through 4%, we can give it 4% on the high end, uh, uh, 0.06 for a savings account. We can go on the high end with a five-year fixed rate CD, 2.8%. You're still under that staggering 6.8% inflation. You're still losing money. You did all of that. You put your money in all these places. And you didn't make a penny. Well, you made a penny. You, you, you made a couple of pennies. You, you rub them together, you might be able to make some real noise, right? But you didn't make what you sought out to make. And you didn't beat that silent thief. The name of the game is to beat the leprechaun, guys. Doesn't matter how you get to the pot of gold, as long as you beat the leprechaun, okay? In those three ways, that 401k, that's not it. That's not how you do it, okay? I promise you that. You don't beat the leprechaun by doing that, right? So the be- the-, the best hedge basically or, or, or like we said, the hedge is protection in in the economic terms. You know, in that sense, uh, a hedge is how you protect yourself against something. Okay, it's like your moat. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you know how a moat back in the day, um, you put a moat around a castle. I don't know if it kept out like troops or something, or I don't know. They put alligators all in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, your your hedge against protection, your moat uh, uh, against inflation. Is going to be investing, people, investing your money, putting your money in an investment vehicle. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, 401K is a form of investing. Bonds is a form of investing. CDs are a form of investing. A traditional savings account with the interest rate is a form of investment. but. They're not high-yield savings, right? They're not going to get you. Like I said, this isn't the 90s or the 80s or the early 2000s where you can get 10% on your, you know what I'm saying, on your savings account. You know, where bonds, you can get a 7%, 7 7.5% interest rate on it, right? This isn't that time. Times have changed, okay, guys? But, like I said, it's changed for the better because this is the information age. Back then, you just did as you were told. You did what traditionally people do, and you play it safe, right? Nowadays, playing it safe, you're going to lose, and you're going to lose big time, okay? OK, that's just the way it goes. Reason being is because everyone is investing your money. But you. OK, everywhere that you put your money at is being invested, I can guarantee you this. This is public knowledge. You can look it up. OK, everyone is investing your money. Your bank, your bank is able to for every dollar that you put in the bank, they can lend it out 10 times. Okay, the bank can lend out your dollar up to ten times. Go look it up. For every dollar you put in, the bank can lend it ten times. All right. The insurance companies—they're investing your money, people. Your job with that four hundred one k—they invest your money. Trust me. Why do you think they that 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 banks incentivize you or entice you to bank with them? You ever had a, a bank account where they like uh open an account and get uh. Direct deposit and uh, we'll, uh, give you $500. we'll give you five hundred dollars. We'll give you two hundred dollars That's why they do that. That's why they incentivize you to open accounts well, Have you ever tried to close a bank account and they are willing to do everything in their power to get you to not Close that account. That's because they want and even need that money to an extent so they can keep They can keep investing that dollar for you. Well, they're not gonna invest it for you They can keep investing your dollar for themselves that's why banks do that okay they want they incentivize you to get with them they even give you that measly uh uh 0.6% uh uh in interest for your savings account so they can Invest your money, they make you feel good here's fifty cents like you got you got you got thirty thousand dollars in the bank and and they're giving you like twenty cents a month they're giving you fifty cents a month, they're giving you a dollar a month and, and telling you to be happy and this is the crazy thing is people they're giving you this little measly money uh uh for your as a return for keeping your money in the bank the interest for it, and guess what. At the end of the year, you have to pay taxes on that money. That's what makes it even more crazy. You pay taxes on the interest that you make off of money that you put in the banks. And guess what? Your tax is regular income tax. That's one of the highest taxes there are. It's a 30% tax on that, okay? Income, regular working income, regular income tax, the, the 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 tax for a regular employee, regular working citizen is 30%. In, in extreme cases, it's 40%. Your tax. For the measly money that they decide to give you, they put a tax on it. But guess what they're doing? You're taxed at the end of the year, and they making money off of you. They're making good money off of you, and they giving you not even a slice of the pie. They letting you look at some crumbs and, and 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 telling you to keep going. You know what I'm saying? They they're telling you, they they like, hey, look at these crumbs. This stuff smell pretty good, don't it? And but you don't need. Most people don't even know that they're investing your money, right? You don't uh, your job. They want you to get that four hundred and one k. Why do you think they send you those letters out or have you come sit down and talk to the managers and all the other good jazz? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they do the employee match, which is it's a good thing. It can be a good thing for the um, the the individual that lacks that financial sophistication, that financial intelligence. Uh, uh, their financial education, it could be a good thing for that person who just, for our grandparents, right? Like, I'm 30, I'm 31 years old, so for my parents, uh, for, you know, it that was a great investment tool for them to use, uh, and, and, you know, because the only thing they did, which is what they were taught by their parents, and that's to go to work, work 40 years, work 50 years, and retire. They were brought up in the industrial age. It's a totally different time now. It's the information age, people, We have the tools. We have the power. We can make a better way for ourselves. Don't get me wrong. Four hundred and one k is a decent thing, but why do you think that money is able to grow? Why do you think they're able to do that match? Because they're investing that money. They're investing it. They're using it to grow their company, using to grow their businesses, using to grow their own stock. Okay, that's what they're doing. They're investing that money. They're making a return, and they're just telling you, hey you put in this money right here and they don't even match you that much. They put 3%, they'll do 100% on 3% or something like that. Or in some some better case they'll do like a 100% on 3% and then like 50% on another 3, so you get like a 75% match on like 6%, you know what I'm saying? 6 percent which and they just basically like hey, you scratch my you scratch my back and you know, I i get around to scratching your ears. Like, they're giving you so little for what you're putting into it. And, and then what makes it even more crazy, guys, is you can't even touch it until you're 69 and a half years old. Hey, if you're one of the younger people right now, chances are that, that age is going to go up. You won't even be able to get it until you're like 75, 80 years old. If you do get it, because they'll let you get it. Trust me, they will let you get it. But they're going to make you pay a heavy penalty to touch it. And then guess what? They're going to turn around and make you pay a tax on it. So you have to pay a penalty and a tax to be able to touch them. If it's your money, because it's your money, right? If it's truly your money, why do you have to pay a penalty and a tax to touch it before you're 69 and a half years old? They don't want you to get that money. Trust me, they want to keep letting it work for them, not for you, okay? So why do you think your insurance company can cover so many costs if something happens, huh? Because they're making money each and every month for that slip of paper that they just let sit, <laughs> all you get the ba- okay. Look, insurance companies. That's like actually one of the one of the greatest. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say investments that someone can make. Like someone like me, uh, I would actually. I'm actually in the process of researching uh, different ways to invest into insurance companies because they make they make good money. Insurance companies. Um, they they're able to make money out of thin air. What I mean by that is they give you a policy, which is a slip of paper. That's all it is. So if you get pulled over by the cops, they can't take your car. you got insurance, right? Or, or if you happen to get into a wreck, well, what, are we, what are most of us trying to do, right? Well, most, the majority of the people are trying to not wreck their car, right? We're trying to not get into an accident, right? Uh, even for the people that have homeowner's insurance, like you're you're hoping that things don't happen to your house, but you continue to pay that policy monthly. You pay for the startup cost for it, the down payment that they make you pay for it. Then you pay for the monthly fees. I mean, not the monthly fees, but your monthly payment on it. You pay for that. And then you still make sure that you're super, super cautious as to not have a wreck, as to hope that nothing bad happens in your home uh, and the whole time they're making money off of you. They're making money off of you for a piece of paper that you have, that that you have that says that hey, if something happens to you, we got you. But we're just sitting here doing our best to make sure that nothing happens to us. So they don't have to have us. Why do you think they're willing to cover the cost of your car? Pay it off and give you some money to get another car and pay if something happens to you like if you're injured you get paid for your property damage and you get paid for your pain and stuff why do you think they're able to do those things because they're making money they're just racking they every penny that you invest with them and it's a bunch of people i mean not you're not well you're in you might as well be investing it with them because i mean they're investing it themselves. but every penny that you pay them Trust me, uh, Geico, uh, State Farm, those are big insurance uh, uh, companies, right? They have millions of people, uh, um, you know, uh, insuring. I mean, that they're insured yearly, year in and year out, right? They're making a big, big, big amount of money off of people, and they're doing it for nothing. Like I said, they're creating money. They don't sell a pro. They don't sell a product. They don't have to sit here and like uh, uh, manufacture a good. Try to make sure they have good profit margins, try to make sure they don't have, uh, you know, try to make sure they keep their operating costs low so they can uh, get good profits and stuff like that. They don't do that. They just sit here and give you a piece of paper, give you a policy, and send you on your way. And they take money from you every month because of it. And guess what they do? They invest it. Insurance companies are some of the, it's like that's like the best scam known to man and I want to be a part of it. I want to invest in a company, an insurance company. So if anyone knows <laughs> how to invest in those, you know, please get with me because I won't end on that. Like no, no, like for real, seriously guys. Everyone else is investing your money but you. When are you going to take control of your situation? When are you going to take control of your life? When are you going to do what's necessary to be able to put yourself in a position to play the game the way it's supposed to be played? You can't win if you don't know how to play, people, all right? You can't win if you don't know how to play. So in, in my advice to you guys, educate yourself. Educate yourself financially to be able to find ways to hedge against inflation, and in turn, something beautiful may happen for you. Because the only way you can hedge against inflation, guys, like I said, is investing. And if you're investing, guess what you're doing? You're growing money. You're growing money, okay? Via cash flow, via dividend, via capital gain, via whatever it is, you're growing money. That's the best thing you can do for yourself, for your future, for your family's sake, is by investing, okay, people? Educate yourselves, all right? Educate yourselves. You know that's what this channel is all about, financial literacy, financial education. Of course, it's the cash flow president, so we're looking to make money. All right, guys, you've been rocking with the cash flow president. This is the cash flow president podcast. Until next time, go take some, some massive action. Go do some research and go do some learning. Go do some educating yourself and go do some financially uh, uh, literacy training. Until next time, guys, peace.